Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's a former U.S. representative, former judge, former prosecutor, and great friend of mine. It's Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing wonderful, Joe. Good to see you, too. Well, you are doing wonderful. I appreciate you coming back on today. Let, let's start out with something that, that's certainly right in your wheelhouse. You were a prosecutor for eight years, a judge for 22 years. You know about the law. The law is actually very simple. Uh, either the U.S. government, the Constitution, sets out the law of the land, or the individual states or communities can do ordinances and different laws and so on and so forth, and then you punish people if they break them. The punishment could be very little. It could be you know a small fine. It could be a traffic ticket. It could be you know, murder, and maybe you spend life in, in prison or, or maybe you get executed. So there's a, a, a really a broad swath of what you do with these laws. What I don't understand, and maybe you can enlighten my audience and me, is how prosecutors are deciding, I'm not going to enforce that one. I'm going to enforce this one. And if I do enforce it, instead of a felony, I'm going to call it a misdemeanor, and I'm going to charge you 100 bucks and let you out of jail. Ted, how did we get here? They didn't have that, they don't have that much discretion, do they? Well, technically, they do have that discretion, but they're violating their oath as prosecutors, uh, and, and they certainly should be prosecuting people who violate the law. Justice must be equal treatment under the law, not unequal treatment under the law. And what is happening now, prosecutors are saying, oh, I think I'll give this person a break, although they're guilty, and I'll request a low bond on this or as you just said, reduce it from a felony uh, to a misdemeanor. And it's all done for political reasons so that certain groups can get a free ride, get out of jail free card because of the prosecutor thinks in their wisdom, it's just not fair that the law be enforced to certain groups. Well, you know, fair is something you take the chickens to every year. And of of course, prosecutors should have people treated equally under the law. And the law basically says you violate the rules. There's got to be some consequences to violating those rules and the consequences must be consistent. So we got prosecutors all over the country deciding, no, I think I'm going to rise above the law and change the law in my own opinion and treat people differently. Uh, even though the law says that I should not. When we talk about Chicago or St. Louis or San Antonio, right by where I am, or New York City, you've got prosecutors that were funded and and elected because of George Soros' money. Soros is a guy who wants anarchy in the streets here. He doesn't like America, doesn't like our values, and he keeps on doing this to where he takes over prosecutors' offices. So let's talk about Bragg um, specifically in in Manhattan. The the DA of Manhattan has taken 52% of felonies and made them misdemeanors now. He has said nobody is going to, we're not going to go for anything more than 20 years in prison, even for murder. Uh, Teddy's letting carjackers out of prison or out of jail on very, very low bail or their own recognizance, and they go out and kill somebody. So what do we have to do as a citizenry? Because again, I, I trust you and I believe you that they've got discretion, but this is over and above what they should be allowed to do. Well, that's right. And the, the discretion does not include uh, unequal treatment under the law. He should be given equal treatment under the law and enforcing the law. And what he is doing is encouraging lawlessness. I mean, criminals understand that. We got a DA down there at the the courthouse who's on our side, who wants to let us go based on his social justice philosophy or whatever, and he's not going to enforce the law. So let's have at it, folks. Let's tear up Manhattan. And we're seeing that crime increases when there are no consequences And the law was written by the legislature who represents the people. They decide what the law is. The prosecutor is supposed to enforce the law. 
And if he doesn't like it, then he needs to resign and run for Congress or for the legislature. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's a former prosecutor, former judge, former U.S. representative, all-around great guy, Ted Poe. Uh, Ted, in St. Louis specifically, I just had the, uh, the Attorney General of Missouri on, and he's going after the prosecutor in St. Louis who isn't prosecuting anything. She's literally almost like pocket-vetoing these charges. The charges will happen. She'll let them sit there for six months, not take any action, not prosecute anybody, and then they just let them out. They're like, well, I guess we're not going to do anything with this. And she doesn't literally say, I'm not going to prosecute. She just doesn't do it quietly. Can you fire somebody like that for dereliction of duty? It depends on which state, but you can certainly have them removed from from office. And, of course, they're violating their oath as a prosecutor. They're also violating their oath as an attorney. They could be disbarred, in my opinion. They ought to be disbarred uh, and have a the Bar Association remove them for failure to abide by the oath that they took. And so, yes, different states, it depends on the state, but most of the time you can have those people removed. And of course, the ultimate removal is by the public yeah. who can vote them out of office. Well, I, I wonder what you think about this. And again, it's Judge Ted, uh, Ted Poe. We've got a situation uh, where these prosecutors are letting people go. And for some reason, the Soros money is very effective. If they don't do their jobs, that's one way out. But I wonder if you agree with me that all of this started in the summer of 2020 when the George Floyd thing happened in Minneapolis, suddenly... Everybody who, like uh, Keith Ellison, who's the AG of Minnesota for some reason, this radical leftist Antifa guy, and then again, the, the prosecutors that I just mentioned, it's almost like a switch went off and they decided now we can do this because of DEI, ESG, or social justice, and we can get away with it because if you argue with it, you're a racist. Do you think they took advantage of the George Floyd thing? Oh, absolutely. They took advantage of uh, George Floyd and uh, the circumstances around his uh, killing and they have taken advantage of it in the sense that they're going to, they're saying now, now no longer will we enforce the law when certain things happen. Even though the person may be guilty, we're not going to enforce the law. We're going to, we're going to make the law different based upon our idea. Social justice is nothing more than a statement that they will not abide by the written law. They're going to interpret law in their opinion, what the law ought to be. And it's some nebulous social justice philosophy, yeah. which means be lenient on criminals, let them get out of jail, give them a low bond, give them another bond when they go to the courthouse after they've committed another crime. So social justice is not really law. It's a theory, a philosophy that people are using to override written law put in by our legislative bodies. And again, because you and I are talking about it, we're a couple of white guys. We must be racist for talking about it. That's how they try to shut it down. Luckily, you and I know that we're not, so we can keep on talking about it, and they can say it all they want. It's just going to bounce off. It's Judge Ted Poe. I want to switch gears big time, go to the Patriot Act. Uh, I was a, a TV news anchor in Michigan when 9-11 happened. I went out and I did live shots from the Capitol in Lansing all day. We, we figured out it was bin Laden that day. And we all loved that the Patriot Act was put in place. It, it actually created the Department of Homeland Security. And it was a matter of being able to surveil and, and head off at the pass a bad guy, a foreign actor, a terrorist that was trying to do something bad to America. It was supposed to sunset, and it didn't. It kept on going, and we keep on re-upping it. Uh, Ted, first of all, do you agree with me that it was a good thing to do at the time, but it should never have been forever? Well, it never should have been forever. And as we look back upon it, uh, it, the, the philosophy of the Patriot Act was good, but how it was implemented, especially by our intel communities, it was abused from the outset to be used against Americans. Yes. And now we've got the Patriot Act, and it's being used against Americans. The FISA courts meet courts that meet in secret. There's a problem when, as soon as you hear that and make decisions about 
the rest of us and their their hearings are all kept secret. And it's all about spying, not on the bad guys, but on Americans as well. It's been abused. Congress had hearings on this. And at the end of the day, they renewed it. They renew it every five years. And so it's been abused. And I think it's time for the Patriot Act to be eliminated, maybe start over with what we do with foreign terrorists. And because it's used against Americans. I couldn't agree more. And the reason I brought it up, and we talked about this briefly beforehand, there's something called the Restrict Act that's going through Congress right now. TikTok is supposed to be the focus of this act. TikTok is is a company that's based in China. As you know, if a company is based in China, the CCP has full access to all of its data, all of its inner workings, everything. Many people call the, the TikTok app a Trojan horse, that it takes all your information off your phone and then China stores it. That's scary. That's bad. But they're not doing what Trump suggested, which was, let's just ban TikTok. So, so let me start here. Can you, as a member of Congress... Put up a bill that says on one piece of paper, this bill is to restrict or access of TikTok to the American people. Can you just write that? <laughs> yeah, yes. But we're never going to, are we? I mean, wouldn't that be great if they just wrote that? Ban TikTok. Imagine that. Yes, it's too, it's too logical you could do that. But they didn't. That, that's not what they did. It's too broad. It's just like the Patriot Act. Yeah. Now the federal government's going to sweep in and they're going to censor whatever corporation or agency from the, another country from having communications with Americans. And that includes, I think, individuals way too broad. I think it's totally unconstitutional. But and of course, in this this act you're talking about yeah. is another act that did not have sufficient hearings, committee hearings, subcommittee hearings. Witnesses testify. They bring it to the floor in a matter of moments. They vote on it near the end of this week. And. Uh, they'll be gone for two weeks. So I think it was they didn't follow appropriate procedure to have hearings on the bill to begin with. But it's an overreaction. Gives the federal government way too much authority. And watch out because they're just another way of them to intercede with what you hear and what yeah. you see. Does not has nothing to do with TikTok. It's overbroad. Well, and again, you and I would agree that China China should not have our data, certainly not the data of our children. They're getting facial recognition from phones, too. But this this bill, this Restrict Act, would do exactly what you said, and then some. It would actually give the Biden administration the ability to monitor and censor what we do online, and nobody wants that. You know what scared me, Ted, why, why my interest really got piqued by this? When Democrats and Republicans agreed. I'm like, why are they agreeing on this? I don't understand well, why both sides think this is okay. Good news is I talked to a legislator this morning who said this thing is not going to pass because they've now figured out what's in it. But, I mean, this is how they squeeze it through, right? And, oh, look, it's bipartisan. This is great. I'm like, well, no, bipartisan makes me think, uh-oh, there's something wrong here. Well, yes, and it, it, it's uh, you have the elites, I think, in both parties who are after this. It sounds good back home. That we're going after China, we're going to get China, but to give this extra information, once, like I said, no committee hearings, rush it to the floor, gives the federal government way too much power, and we'll find out, like we did with the Patriot Act years later, that maybe that was a bad idea. Well, I'm told this is dead in the House. I hope that the information I got is true. It's uh, you, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, prosecutor, federal judge, great guy, funny man. Uh, great singer, too. State, state judge. <laughs> state judge. There you go. Um, uh, uh, Ted, we love having you on. Go to at Judge Ted Poe over on Twitter. Go follow everything he does. Let me ask you about Mayorkas. He's in front of some committees in the Senate and in the House the past couple of days. And he was asked directly, are you for an assault weapons ban? His answer was yes. John Kennedy from Louisiana asked him this. Then Kennedy said, please define assault weapon. 
Well, like an AK-47, he says. Kennedy says, well, that's a specific gun, but what would you say is the definition of an assault weapon? Well, uh, you know, when I was the central prosecutor in California, goes off on this long tangent about his history, and Kennedy says, look, I just want a definition. Please tell me what you think an assault weapon is. And he doesn't have an answer. The guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. And uh, you had Biden yesterday at some meeting in front of a union saying that an, a- uh, an AR-15 bullet, and Ted, I've got an AR-15 15 feet from me. An AR-15 bullet, when it hits your body, explodes. What? No, it doesn't. What are, what are you talking about? So either they don't know what they're talking about or they think that we're so stupid that we'll believe them. Ted, uh, banning assault weapons, whatever that is, I, don't, I still don't know what it is, banning uh, or, or military-style weapons, does that solve crime? Does that make bad guys stop doing bad things? Absolutely not. It sounds good. Of course, the assault weapon, <clears throat> technically, I think assault weapons are already banned, which is an automatic Long rifle. Right. You know, we have semi-automatic. A machine gun, basically. Yeah, machine gun, automatic. But they're already banned in this country. And this same old thing goes up with, let's blame, let's blame the weapon. You know, maybe, maybe if uh, someone in that school would have had a firearm to shoot back when the intruder came in and started shooting, that might, that thing might have ended quicker. You know, it's, it's, it are historically, it's usually a gun that stops a gun. And, we have this situation where we're going to blame the gun instead of blame the person. We don't want to hold people accountable for what they do because it's not really their fault. Like even in this case, well, the people kind of deserved it because they were Christians and, and they don't like trans people. That was the theory on some people in the left. But it's we've got to hold the, the people accountable for what they do, not the gun accountable for what people do. It's just an instrument, a tool of evil by other people. We had Biden yesterday saying that he owns a shotgun, his son's own shotguns, that's all you need. And of course, he's surrounded by 20 people with semi-automatic pistols on them, and there are people on the rooftops with long guns uh, there to protect him as well. Then Obama today tweeted, uh, we're failing our children, we must do something about these guns now. I remember his kids going to school, private school in Washington, um, Sasha and Malia, they, they were flanked by good guys with guns. Obama today, 24-7, has protection by good guys with guns. What, why are they more important than my kids, Ted? They're not. And what a bunch of hypocrites. Guns for me and my family, but not for you. Yep. I'm going to have armed security at taxpayers' expense. Uh, uh, expense. And then they want to lecture us that the peons, the masses, you can't have a gun to protect yourself. And then we got the defund the police situation going on. So we have fewer and fewer police officers who are armed to protect us peons. And it's crazy it is. what they're saying uh, about the firearms are the problem. And they're a bunch of hypocrites. They don't have a say in whether or not there are more gun laws because they have their own protection around them 24 hours a day. And it's the elites that, that you notice they have the gates and walls around their places, but they don't want a wall around United States to protect bad people from coming in. And and so I, that's the way I look at it. Hypocrites, they don't have a vote. It's not the gun's problem. It's the person's problem. We're getting in a situation in this country where we have more and more people who do not believe uh, that there is good and there's bad, right and wrong, good and evil. And so those people are inclined to commit more crimes. And I think it's like the situation uh, <clears throat> this week, well, it's, it's an act of evil. Yes. The gun was the instrument to do that, we ought to go after the fact that less, fewer and fewer people believe in right or wrong. Fewer and fewer people in this country have a relationship with the Almighty that they feel that they're accountable for what they do to the to the Almighty, and so they do anything they want to because when they're atheists or anarchists, 
and the current leftists, you know, all talk about Christianity is really the enemy of the state. It is the enemy of the state because they want us to worship worship the state. Right. And if the state disagrees with you, then you're wrong according to the state. So it's it's all about, I think, all of those factors that I just mentioned. A couple of things, and it's Ted Poe. We appreciate you coming on, Ted. A couple of things that are very important. I have yet to hear somebody make an argument to me why my family and, and why I am safer if, I, if you take my gun away. I, I'm not, I, nobody's made that argument that makes any sense to me. If you take my guns, how am I safer? Um, and, and the second thing is this evil woman yesterday, and it was a woman pretending to be a guy, going by he, him, pronouns, whatever. But this person, according to the manifesto, or according to, to messages they found on her phone, the police, uh, the, the PIO, the police chief said, she avoided another target she was going to go to because the security was too tight. That's right. The what what, what else do we have to know? Well, Look, you're looking at it logically again. I'm sorry, yeah. Joe, but you're you're being very Stupid logical. Me, yeah. What is the answer to the left? What what do they say? How are you to protect yourself? They're getting rid of the police, more and more police, getting rid of your guns. Yeah. Of course, they have guns. So what happens? What do you do when something bad happens to you? Somebody's breaking in your house or breaking in your school. Oh, I haven't haven't got a gun. We're going to send out some uh, social worker and tell them to quit doing what they're doing. It's nonsense. It's chaos. It is, I think, on purpose creating anarchy. Yes. That's what they're doing. And, 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 but what you do, though, Ted, if the person's armed who's breaking into the house, you tell them, hey, that's illegal. Put that down. You could say that. It probably would work, wouldn't it? That's right. As soon as you uh, so uh, pull the choke back on your shotgun, they'll right. be running out the front door. You'd never have to shoot it. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, it's Ted Poe. Go to at Judge Ted Poe. Ted, we love you. Thanks for coming back on and great information as always. Thank you, Joe. Keep right, cackling. Bro. I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> Keep it here. We're coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. I'm glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Judge Poe coming on. Always logic, always reason, always rationale. He was a great legislator. I wish he were still in there, to be honest with you. He also always tells the truth about the law. Keep it here. Another big hour coming your way. This is the Joe Pegg Show.